On this episode, I'm going to talk about the most powerful thing we have to dominate on earth. We all have it, but few understand the power within it. Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for. Until love came. My name is Harold J. Perkins, and at the age of 17, I was selling drugs and on my way to an early grave. While sitting in my house with about 10 guys, God gave me an out-of-body experience, and I was lifted above the room. I could see everything moving in slow motion. After that, I got up and put those guys out, and I cried out to Jesus Christ. He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited to talk about the army of God that's about to manifest on earth, an army that will dominate on earth as God intended in the beginning. And you and I have an opportunity to be a part of it. This army will go into every sphere of life, and they will dominate in their area of gifting. We all have been given a gift from God, and if you don't know your gift yet, keep seeking God and he will reveal it to you. God's army of dominion will operate just like God. God said in the beginning, let us make man in our image and let them have dominion on earth. If God made man in his image to have dominion on earth, he then has dominion where he is in heaven. So how does God dominate? And this is what has been missed by God's people. Most have not come to see how God dominates. Right from the beginning, God gave us the formula for dominating. The book of beginnings, which is Genesis, reveals how God dominates. And when Jesus came, he dominated on earth the same way his father did. Let's see the example of dominion they gave us. I'm in Genesis chapter one, verses one through three. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Now, how did God take dominion over darkness? God the Father spoke words, and the Spirit of God, which is Holy Spirit, took dominion over darkness and brought light. There is our first clue on how God dominates. And remember, again, Genesis 1.26 says, we have been created in God's image to have dominion on earth. So if we are going to dominate like God, we're going to have to do it with words. And most believers put very little value on the words that they speak. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. That means that our words are either releasing death or life. Now, darkness is associated with death, and light is associated with life. So God spoke life when he said, let there be light. God went on to create the rest of the earth, the trees, the animals, birds, and so forth. What did he do to create everything else? The same thing. He spoke words. And God had the writer of the book of Genesis write what he did in a way 
to give us further clues on how we are to dominate. Genesis 1-6 says, and God said. Genesis 1-9 says, and God said. Genesis 1-11 says, and God said. And Genesis 1-14 says, and God said. And Genesis 1-24 says, and God said. And then we get to Genesis 1-26, which says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Why didn't God have the writer of Genesis write God said one time and then list everything that God created? Wouldn't that have made more sense? But no, he's trying to tell us something. God wants us to know how he dominates so we can do the same. But man got off course by being deceived by Satan. And now man is not speaking life, but death. And because man is a creative being like God, man is getting the death he or she is speaking. Death to their finances, death to their health. All oh, this thing just tickles me to death. Those are the words that man is now speaking and so forth. Now, if we fast forward to God's son, who he sent to the earth again to give us an example and to give us clues on how we are to dominate, what do we see Jesus doing? He spoke to trees, storms, demons, sickness, and death. They all obeyed the words that he spoke. He even said, I'll go to hell for three days and three nights, and I will rise from the dead. And his words came to pass. Words spoken and believed by the heart are the most powerful thing we have. If you believe on Jesus Christ, your words and belief in your heart have already brought you the greatest miracle that you will ever experience. Listen to Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. That if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will have what you say. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. When you said, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord, believing that he died in your place, sin was taken out of your spirit and replaced with righteousness, which is the nature of God. Hebrews 6, 13 and 14 tells us that God made a promise to Abraham that he would multiply himself and Abraham together. When you confessed and believed in Jesus Christ, you became God multiplied. What brought it to pass? Words that you spoke, that you believed in your heart. You have the power to dominate just like God. How do we do it? By becoming perfected in speaking words of life that you believe in your heart. And you're not going to get perfected in this overnight. Because the likelihood is that you've been living your life putting little value on words. And your heart has not been developed to believe the words of life you should be speaking. You're going to have to retrain your mouth and heart. To do that, you'll have to meditate in God's word. Listen to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. What he's saying is you have to keep God's word coming out of your mouth. Why? Because you are God multiplied and you can create a better life for yourself with words. 
Notice it says that you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. You're the one that's going to do that by taking the time to get God's word in your heart and begin to speak it out of your mouth. And how does that happen? We just read it by meditating in God's word, by taking the time to ponder over God's word, to read God's word, to meditate in it, to go over it and over again to where it becomes developed and in your heart. It's just like anything else you do. Once you do something over and over and over again, it's in your heart and you do it unconsciously now because you've done it so many times. Well, when you meditate in God's word and allow it to get into your heart like that, that's what will happen. Listen to Psalms 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is a man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, talking about the word of God. And in his law, his word, does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season, his leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Now, wouldn't you want to prosper in everything that you do? Well, we're seeing here from this verse that if you will meditate in God's word day and night, that you will make your way prosperous because it's from that meditation that you will begin to speak and you'll believe the things that you're saying will come to pass. Now, again, what happens to a tree that's planted by rivers of water? It's very fruitful. This is how you will be as you take time to meditate in God's word. Then you will speak in line with God's word. And speaking in line with God's word is our weapon. This army of God will do their fighting with words. Listen to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 19. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Now, I'm going to stop for a minute. I started off talking about God's army. You don't need an armor unless you're in a fight. There is an army coming forth. And now we're about to read about this armor that we're to put on. Verse 11 again. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girded about with truth. In other words, you got to know the truth, and the word of God is true. Having on the breastplate, of righteousness. I've spent a lot of episodes talking about righteousness and that we are the righteousness of God by Jesus Christ, not by what we do. Verse 15, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We got to know something. Verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And we've talked a lot about faith. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation, and here's where I wanted to get to, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, and for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery 
of the gospel. It says that the word of God coming out of our mouth is the sword of the spirit. When we speak words out of our mouth that we believe in our heart, we are changing things in the realm of the spirit. And as we change things in the spirit realm, the manifestation will show up in this natural realm for us to enjoy. This is how we are to dominate in our area of gifting. Listen to Deuteronomy 8.18. But you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto your fathers, as it is this day. It says that God has given us the power to get wealth. Well, guess where the power is? In our tongue, in our voice, in what we say. When we become perfected in speaking and believing in our heart, we can call in wealth and it will obey us. Our tongue will create opportunities that people will give us and they don't even know why they're doing what they're doing for us. This is the power that's available to us when we learn how to speak words that we believe in our heart. Listen to Haggai chapter two, verses six through nine. For thus says the Lord of hosts, Yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. Now, listen to the glory that he's talking about. He says, the silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than that of the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, says the Lord of hosts. We are God's latter house in Jesus Christ. And God is saying that the silver and the gold are mine. What's our part? To call it in with our words. Jesus said, if we say with our mouth and believe in our heart, we can say even to a mountain, be thou cast into the sea, and it will obey us. If we can move a mountain, as I've said before, then we can move wealth and anything else that we need to move out of our way. If we can make a mountain move, we can move wealth into our bank accounts. Words believed in the heart will get the job done. We dominate just like our God with words. Listen to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Jesus is the high priest of our confession. He will see to it that the words that we speak and believe that line up with God's word comes to pass. Here is our place of dominion. Here is how we release God's power on earth. Listen to Mark chapter 16, verse 20. This is after Jesus gave the commission to his disciples after he had risen from the dead. And the last verse after the commission says this, and they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. What word? He was confirming their words that they spoke that agreed with the word of God. Jesus will confirm our words with signs following. In addition, the angels also will go to work to bring to pass what we say. Listen to Psalms 103, verse 20. Bless the Lord, you his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his words. Well, they'll hearken unto the words that we speak. We become the voice of God's word when we begin to speak what God has already said. Our words that we believe in our heart 
gets the kingdom of heaven working on our behalf. We can have what we say. And if we can have what we say, God will have what he says. And in the book of Daniel, God said that he would set up a kingdom that would dominate on earth and overcome every other kingdom on earth. And God will have what he says. The question is, will you and I be a part of this conquering kingdom? If so, we have to become perfected in speaking words that agree with God's word and God and the kingdom of God and the angels of God will go to work to bring to pass what we say. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode.